Hello everyone and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite all queer cast Starfinder podcast. I'm Steph, your resident chief medical mystic. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't advertise any of the podcasts on the Experience Points Network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anybody. Kenny and Kelrick will be at Emerald City Comic Con on March 15th and 16th. If you see them, say hi. Keep an eye on their Twitter accounts for more information on meetups. Wish you could hang out with all of us at a con? Well, if you become a patron on Patreon, you could make that happen. We're grateful to everyone who has already become a patron. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so please check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Stay tuned after the episode for some more exciting announcements and a promo from Quest Friends. The sky's the limit as five friends journey across the fantasy lands of Numenera, solving problems and creating many, many more along the way. This week on Experience Points, our crew begins the trek into the frozen wilderness of Triaxis, and Eos tells a ghost story on episode 39, Segway to Danger. Greetings, adventure hookers, and welcome to Experience Points, your favorite queer Starfinder real play podcast. I'm your host in GMBU, and joining me today, as always, is our fabulous cast. Hello, I'm Kelrick. I'll be playing Angus to the best of my abilities today. Hi, I'm Britt, and I'm back in front of my weird newspaper wall, so I'm very excited. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kenny, and I play Absco Cash, and I am bright. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Steph, and I will be playing Eos Dabari. And speaking of Eos, Doctor, I believe you have some uh, some logs for us regarding last time. Yes. We finally got away from the Hell Knights. So much for going back to Abalon, but what choice did we have after two more ships showed up? Thanks to Bra, we set course to Triaxis, where the Dragonkin are, according to Bra. Angus helped me to understand Redacted. So that will come in handy. Mordax upgraded Silverblade, so they're better than before. At least that's what I gathered from Angus and Mordax. We arrived on Triaxis and met with some of the locals and got a very promising lead on Eve at the local pub. And a few of us spent some time at the brothel there as well. Here's hoping we're actually able to find her. Yes, find yourselves on Triaxis attempting to slap together a bunch of segues to create a uh, an ATV. <laughs> <laughs> Have taken on a, a Dragonkin border. Quite impressed with the luxuries on board your ship. The day has arrived. You have glued together a bunch of segues. Use some duct tape and uh, no, whatever other space crap you use to hold stuff together to create a functional ATV, or I guess that would be ATT, an all-terrain transport, because you refuse to ride the donkeys. We have a several hundred pound robot who cannot ride a donkey. God, y'all are going to make me look up maximum weight on a Segway. 
<laughs> figure out how many segues you had to glue together to make this. Uh, we have decided that the segue is steered by everybody leaning forward and leaning back and leaning to the sides. So this should be fun. And so with a great unveiling after three days of work, uncover your greatest invention. What name is painted on the side of this thing? The ASS Roseate Mover. <laughs> The ASS Roseate Mover. That certainly is some kind of technological monstrosity. Thank you. Here's hoping it doesn't fall apart. I think Mordex is probably standing near it, like looking really sheepish. Like, I don't know if I want my name attached to this. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying anything. I can do like a couple of engineering rolls and we can take the worst of them to see how bad it was. <laughs> oh no, I'm sure Hello. it's fine. But okay. it's an ATV made out of glued together segways. Well, okay, to be fair, I'm certain they are welded together. <laughs> so it'll just be interesting. Somehow we ended up on Mythbusters. Uh, yeah, so um, I guess Absco would be like, so we're going to Serzanax. That is the plan. Well, uh, that's what y'all hired me to guide y'all to, so that's where I'm taking you. Maybe you should be in front. Meek. <laughs> uh, well... Yeah, I suppose I could be up front, but uh, I have no idea how to drive this thing. Yeah, just lean. Everybody will have to lean, but yeah. Oh, like when you're like when you cleaning your rifle and riding your donkey, you just kind of lean and it, it goes where you want it. Yeah. Hi, that sounds about right. Okay. Uh, Angus is a little trepidatious about the vehicle, but has complete faith in Mordax. So let's get the show on the road, so to speak. And climbs on. Oh no! Ain't no roads where we're going. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wondered how long that would take. <laughs> yeah. So where we're going, we don't need no roads. Mm -hmm. So Angus is the leader. Steps on board first. Does it hold together? It, it wobbles, and you have to to work to keep your balance a little bit. But it does seem to be holding together. Well, no time like the present, and Eos will carefully climb on as well. Hopefully not getting her tail stuck in anything. Yeah, Absco okay. joins up. It, it, it's starting to wobble with every little move you make. A little forward, a little back, and, and everything's trying to like... <laughs> Mordax looks a little nervous and directs Silverblade to get in as she <laughs> sits there looking <laughs> to see if it holds together. <laughs> It groans and creaks under Silverblade's weight. But I like to think that being the engineer that you are, that you have <laughs> specifically reinforced a particular section about the center where the, the you, you would distribute the weight as well as you could. Absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, you so, the benefit of the doubt here. You're, you're a master engineer, right? Uh, I, yes, level ranks eight <laughs> ranks, yes, yes. I have a, I have a plus what, what 19 to that role, so. What does it say on my character sheet? Yeah, so, okay, seeing it uh, hold tight with Silverblade on, uh, then she will look very relieved and then literally, like, hop in. Like, just, it like... doesn't okay. even... It hardly responds to your wake. <laughs> All right, let's go! I just realized, are we three in front and three in back with Mordax and Eos and Silverblade in the back? Oh, no, I like to think that Mordax got on. So if this is like like a kind of like hover kind of craft thing, then I think that Mordax like did that thing where she's like sitting on like the lip of the back where you really shouldn't sit. <laughs> and her feet are sitting on like the, 
the seat. <laughs> so she's just like, let's go. <laughs> I love the idea. In my head, I've been picturing this as one of those like six person bicycle things that you can use <laughs> when you go touristy things. <laughs> I, I imagine it's Meek Mac, uh, Absco, and Angus up front with Absco in the center because they're the slimmest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so we lean. <laughs> you all lean forward and begin blazing down the road at a full 50 miles an hour. <laughs> You're moving at a pretty decent clip. And with the dust clouds billowing behind you, you set off heading northwest. You so head. As, oh, sorry. I was going to say, as Go we're ahead. going along, uh, Mordax is doing that thing that like kids do when they're in the car and like has her, her hand, her paw up, and is just like making little wave motions. Nice. <laughs> yes, yeah, so do I. Um, it's, uh, I love how you've all decided this is like an open air thing, considering they're in the middle, the depths of like a deep winter. So it's, you know, right. we're all furred animals. Except we're five. And only one of you is, only one of us is built for this weather. It's fine. We just put Absco in one of those like giant coats that looks like a sleeping bag. We're good. <laughs> so like Absco kind of looks like probably Kenny on South Park, really. <laughs> but just eyes, like the big bold shaped eyes up front. And I imagine that they're in the front just kind of surveilling, like going, right. <laughs> Uh, oh, I love this. Uh, they just look like a surveillance drone. Basically, oh like they, they have to know what's going on at all times around them. All right. And so as you trek uh, northwest from Kumo, by the end of the day, come to the edge of a wood. The mountains to the east and the west have begun to sort of close in on you. What's your plan? Are you going to just uh, drive through the night? All right. This mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since you uh, decided to just leave your ship behind and take off. <laughs> uh, Mikmek, can you tell us if this is if we're close, or do we need to do we need to stop? How how far how long is at the speed we're going? Do you think this will take? It looks around. Well, right there in front of us, that's the Clawfist Wood. Off to the west, them's the Death Hinge Mountains. Over to the east, uh, them's the Parapet Mountains, which means. Probably another couple days. So how how long till it gets it gets dark and we how much longer till we should be camping? Is this a good well? Uh, or should we keep? You want to camp? Uh, I suppose we could camp. Uh, but we we should probably start setting up now. Is there an alternative? Like a small town, a nice. Oh no, nothing like that. Uh, he goes, but I got these, and he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a bunch of a little bag of pills. And those. He says, uh, each one of these contains as much caffeine as 16 cups of coffee. I should start vibrating thinking about it. Um. <laughs> Captain, I think we can safely make a snow burrow and be fine overnight. I'm sorry, a what? Snow burrow. That sounds wet. <laughs> I think everyone just turns and looks at Absco. What? <laughs> You're going to be getting your hands dirty on this trap, on this truck. You do understand that. I get my hands dirty all the time. I just don't like being cold and wet. Well, it's a good thing we packed some sleeping bags. Absco looks down. That's basically what this is. <laughs> I, I I do want to add because um, Eos kind of grew up in a climate like this. She would absolutely 
make sure they had everything they would need to A, survive, and B, if camping out in the woods were a thing, because I feel like she would have asked Meek Mech. <laughs> oh, Meek Mech showed up with a bunch of camping gear on his donkeys. Yeah, so she would have made sure they had everything they need to be dry and warm, because you do not want to be cold and wet. Yeah, uh, Absco is a city for Thani. In fact, I don't know that there are such things, any such things, other than City Berthani. That's my headcanon. <laughs> like, it makes sense with the society that, you know, you've you've built. I, I also feel like makes- Eos is probably wearing, like, a uh, tank top and shorts. <laughs> Just kick back, like, oh, this is so nice. Yeah. Finally, I'm comfortable. For the first time since I've met you people. <laughs> I don't know how deep the snow is here. I just assumed it was deep enough for like them have to having to create a place. It in is the- now. It a is brown. now. <laughs> I, I I like to think that that Mordax, being a city mouse, is uh, but also a total weirdo, is just like looking out at the snow, like this is so exciting. This is just another level of adventure I never really thought I'd be able to have because we're on like a really nice ship and now we get to go play in that. It's very exciting. Like in contrast to Absco, who's just really it's, upset. It's very bright. Is she gonna go play in the snow while they set up camp? One hundred and forty-seven percent. Well, with Meek Mech's help, you get camp set up. The nice hearty dinner of baked beans. That's what you eat when you're camping. Absco sits down, has their little spindle out. Ping. <laughs> Ping. I'm good. Passes. No. <laughs> uh, by day two, Eos is going to be foraging. <laughs> so, so what is your uh, what, what 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 is your first experience of camping like? <laughs> Nothing major happens, but what's your night like? Uh, well, in a hollow vid somewhere, Mordax saw that when you go camping, you're supposed to tell ghost stories. So Mordax is just going to pester everyone and ask if they know any ghost stories because she doesn't. Oh mm-hmm. yes. He just knows some ghost stories. Oh, good. Oh, gosh. Now I have to come up with one on the fly. (laughs) I locked myself into that. What was I thinking? (laughs) Okay, no, I got this. You know what? Um, We'll make this fun. No, I got this. I'm going to tell one that was actually one of my dad's. Who? Because um, it's something that could have happened to her. Like, he legit told me this when I was a kid, and it freaked me out. (laughs) So, when I was on Lejac... My siblings and I would go back and forth from our pack home to the spaceport for supplies, to talk to the traders, that sort of thing. Well, one night, or one afternoon rather, while we were driving back through a snowstorm, we saw a figure through the snow. We weren't quite sure what it was other than hearing a really loud roar. And my sister, while she could not hear it, um, had a little bit better sight than I did when I, with my natural eyes, and it did not look friendly. And of course, that's exactly when our vehicle stalled. Well, that's an easy fix. <laughs> yes, my brother's very handy. But as he was trying to get it restarted, it was coming closer to us. And as it grew closer, we could see its sharp teeth and hear it knocking over trees. And it was carrying some kind of animal. All I really saw was blood and fur over its shoulder. We weren't sure if it was coming from killing something or was going to kill us. 
it got just close enough to swipe at our vehicle before we drove away. I'll never forget looking at it. It was three times bigger than even Angus with bulging dark eyes and nasty teeth. And when we got home, you know, we, we were all teenagers. Nobody believed us until they heard it screaming on the mountain later that night. We had let it home. Well, hot dang, you met the Saskawa March. <laughs> the Lejac version, at least. I didn't know that 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 you all would be scared of anything with big teeth because you've got big teeth, you know? So that that's, yeah. Oh, its teeth were as big as your face. Well, lights out. <laughs> <laughs> so Mordax has heard this story, and all through the night you hear strange noises in the woods. Can, can I roll a perception check to see if, like, with her fun ultraviolet suns, or not ultraviolet, but heat seeking and all that, if she notices anything untoward? Yeah, go ahead. Give me a perception check. Just because I'm a paranoid puppy. The 25. I'm certain that given your military uh, time, you're used to getting up and doing quick checks mm-hmm. around, like a quick patrol, dozing back to sleep. And as you're doing this, you look out, Beck out in the woods, a little ways away and just seems to be staring at you. Hey, Beck, what's up? Hear his voice from behind you. Uh, I just got up to go use the bathroom. Blink. You blink and the eyes are gone. Like the, the Meek Mech that you were looking at, Meek Mech's behind you, like right behind you. I don't know if there's a way in... I don't, yeah, infrared. Those, you those got, aren't yeah. designed with the infrared to like ping biological signs so that she could be like, nope. to mark them so that she would know... Nope. Oh, there's Mordax and there's Angus and there's Meekmeck. You know what I mean? So you don't act friendly fire if she's using it in that kind of situation. But I don't think that that has those, that capability. I would like it to. I don't think it does. I feel like I need to roll something for that because that was weird. Like mysticism or something. Like I, I, I need to know what happened. <laughs> okay. Roll mysticism. Are, you are fucking with me and I need to know how. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> As I roll a, 15, a four, I get a 15. Thank God for my modifier. Maybe it was just an illusion. <laughs> then again, I mean, your eyes are new. Who knows what they might be showing you? You do have that's weird. Or... You know what? Since it's probably the middle of the night, I'm going to use my true sight ability since I'll probably get it back in the next morning. So what right, would I so see with it? You activate your true sight round and see that you are camped near the woods and... You see a flurry of movement as something seems to just run off into the woods. We're being watched. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I think Mordax has activated like every single field that she has and is asleep. Uh, I think uh, Absco would be up, but plus 10, so that's a 32. Yeah, I'm... I'm- Probably standing near Eos and been watching this whole thing. And uh, I think that Absco, with their snowsuit that has to kind of morph with everything, kind of looks like a snow person. <laughs> a snow humanoid. Yes. <laughs> so I, I think that, that Absco turns and says, you saw something. Yes. Meekmeg, you were behind me the whole time, weren't you? When I got up. And then you realize you have... As you turn, you try to find Absco. There's just a snow person. <laughs> She's probably seen 
Oh, um, I guess like, you have true seeing. Uh, yeah. Active. So yeah, you turn around and you just see, you just see, yeah, you see Ab's ghost standing there now. <laughs> I came up from behind you and, and, and you then you called my name. And you didn't see the figure? No, uh, I didn't see nothing. Are there footprints? Survival check. Ooh. An 11. Ouch. The area is uh, around is completely torn up by... Uh, Us. Yeah, by all camping. And, uh, and there's mouse prints everywhere. I'm just going to yeah. get closer to, to the area where Yos indicated that there were people. Um, they're going to do it stealthily. Yes, they will. 37. And perception, I guess, maybe? Yeah. Ugh, there it is. A three with plus 11 is 14. Everything is quiet and still. And so, perhaps you spend some time being paranoid, looking around, but nothing presents itself. So, yeah. next morning, in you settle. Investigate where I saw the movement in the trees before we leave. As you approach the, uh, the edge of the wood, see the area where you saw a creature head into the trees. Give me another survival check. See if you can pick up any prints or anything like that. Any sign. So 22, do you? 22. You aren't seeing, but as you look around, I like to think Eos gets a little little frustrated and kind of like smacks a nearby tree. A couple of little hard things kind of dink off your head. Look down, you see a couple of dragon scales. Hmm. What color dragon scales? Well, I you if I said they were silver. Absolutely not. I would have I would have been surprised if they were anything else. She's just gonna casually pocket those just for evidence purposes at this point. Just okay. proof that she was not going crazy. There you go. Now, as you're going along that day, can I get uh, perception checks? Head further north, skirting the Parapet Mountains to the east. Ugh. Oh, that's not bad. Twenty-five. Twenty-two. Eos sees nothing. She's distracted <laughs> with a, a thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Mordex is bright and chipper and slept just fine. Does Silverblade also get a roll with their upgraded AI? Oh, right. Right, right. <laughs> you sound so miserable about it. <laughs> I, I just never remember. Oh, no, I don't. Not with this particular uh, setup, no. Well, Absco, I'm not sure what you noticed first. The shadow darting across the ground or the flap of wings? Um, Probably the flap of wings. Here, above the, the, the wind howling as you cruise along the uh, the snow here, you hear a flapping sound. Look up, see, zing in on you, two red dragonkin, each bearing a Rhyphorian rider. Uh, Meekmek, do you know these people? Meekmek goes, huh? And he looks up. And his eyes get wide, and he says, uh, you may want to lean a little further forward. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, doubles over trying to get as much speed out of this as he can. Absco pulls out their sidearm. <laughs> right. And everybody, we should probably get ready. You probably should, as you hear the voice of God booming across the, the landscape. Roll initiative. <laughs> Ooh, there's the nat 20. Yeah. <laughs> I remember how to do this. Once again, last with my wonderful 11. I'm not much better with my 13. Yeah, 
Fighting, fighting, fighting. Silver Blade's got an 18, and Dice is a 14. Because <laughs> I do it separately now. Oh, cool. Very good. As you realize that without being bogged down in the snow and using Segway power, the Dragonkin bearing their riders a lot faster, and they are on an intercept course. Uh, Absco, of course, you call out the warning, and you get to act first. All right. I'm going to go for... So I'm going to target the Dragon King, and I'm going to use a a full attack and get three shots off. Okay. Uh, Your attacks are taken at minus threes. Okay. So that's a 12, a 17, and a 12. All of your shots miss with the bouncing of the Segway Mobile. Silverblade, who is not unconscious, dying in prone. <laughs> that is the wrong Silverblade, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Let's put was... the right Silverblade. Uh, so the unfortunate thing is that I don't have anything ranged still. So I think that Silver, it would make the most sense to dismount from this thing since they're coming at us, right? They're coming right for you. Okay, Silverblade is gonna get out of the vehicle. Okay, can I get acrobatics roll? Sure. Mm, 16. 16. Give him a tuck and roll. Take one damage to his SP. Okay. And uh, oh, well, he he's, he's got SP. damage reduction by one. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he's fine. Yeah, he, he, it, it, would, it would have hurt a little bit, except he's a machine. All right. Uh, then he will uh, stand up and ready his blade. All right. The dragon is going to... You know what? We'll get a double move as it swoops, bearing its rider right down towards you. The pilot here is going to attempt to take a shot at the vehicle. Well, a nat 20 is going to oh hit it. Oh my gosh. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be uh, one of those days. Yes. <sighs> yes, it is. The good news is the vehicle has a fair amount of HP as it does 21 damage <laughs> with a shot. One of your segways comes loose and goes flying off. Uh, I think we need a distance. And now. they give a cry. <laughs> Mordax. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mordax uh, is going to stay in the ship because that makes the most sense for her. And is going to try to shoot at the rider, the big old thing, with a. Uh, a 29. A 29, I do believe that is going to hit versus 19 defense. <laughs> yeah, I think you did it. Two. Because <laughs> oh, Mordax has still not upgraded her weapon. Yay. The damage doesn't seem to do anything more than jostle it slightly. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. All right. Okay. The other dragonkin comes swooping down. And I think it's going to take a swipe at the vehicle. I guess that'll technically be a bite. Yep. 29. Uh, yeah. KAC. <laughs> yep. For another 22 damage. Another chunk of the Segway goes flying off. Your vehicle is now two HP away from being broken. Oh, Nobody move. Their, mo- their vision is based off of movement. <laughs> okay. Yos? <laughs> uh, okay, so I have a slightly unusual idea. 
do. That sounds like this sounds like the kind of situation where slightly unusual ideas are necessary. Can I cast reflecting armor on our vehicle? Hmm. Okay. I'm going to give you a, I'm going to allow this because I like it, but I'm going to see what the raw answer is. And the raw answer is that the covers your body allowing you to reflect uh looks like a self-only target. No. No. Yes. Yes. It looks like technically a self-only but uh for raw, but I am allowing it. House rule. Yes. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So for Everyone else and those at home, what reflecting armor will do for our ship is it creates a shimmering skin-like coating of mystical force, and it allows damage to be ref- any damage you take reflected back against your attacker. And any time during the spell's duration, when you take hit point damage from an attack made with a weapon by a foe within 100 feet, you can choose to dismiss the spell as a reaction. Now because they don't seem to be using weapons, they're using the dragon with that. Those are natural weapons. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. They count, yep, they okay. count. They're natural weapons. It's just a category of weapon. Okay, cool. Teeth and claws are weapons. Yep, So they're good, the reason, it will work. Yeah, the reason I wanted to do that, because I can dispel it at any point as a reaction. If you do, the armor crackles with energy as it disappears, arcing through the air to strike the attacking creature, which takes the amount of force damage equal to the damage dealt to you. But it only has a maximum of 10, but it's still something. And a target still takes half damage. All right, so Angus, seeing what's going on, and I want to make sure this is all one round, so they've done the damage, Mm -hmm. and the parts of our ship Mm -hmm. are starting to fly away, and I have a chance to react, right? Like they've done. The, the, okay, your ship has taken enough damage that it is two HP away from falling apart. The, the, so, for flavor, the, the parts went flying away. You can still hold it together if you wish to do some engineering checks to try to do something with it. I'll, right. I'll let you. So here's what I would like Angus to do. Angus is going to graviton a tune, which they rarely do. So they sort of stand on the up in their Segway and they put their arms out and suddenly start glowing black and pulling in black motes all around them and sparkling. And their eyes get the black rim around them, almost like they're a superhero with the black. And Angus says, I am Pat Bull. <laughs> I think we're in trouble, folks. Mordax, see if you can help out with this. And he pull, pushes his hands out and I want to see if I can use the graviton attunement to use the gravity attraction to hold those bits of uh, Segway together long enough for Mordax to be able to do some engineering checks to do some repairs. Is that a cool thing we can do? Or is it just like better? That is absolutely beautiful. The thought of you standing up there using your gravity to try to pull it all, hold it all together. Yeah, just a whole I, I allow it. Uh, what I will do for you is I'm going to give you... Your vehicle now has temp HP. Okay, so... Temporary hit points that once you release the Graviton, they the attunement, they lose it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, what would be a good amount to give you? While you're thinking about that, I don't know what Eos has done. I just see the shimmer around the ship. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Eos, I hope your magic is strong enough to do something because... We need we need all the help we can get. And Absco, please just shoot something. Oh my gods. 
Trying. <laughs> trying very hard, thank you. I don't need the additional stress. Are you really about stress as I'm holding this thing together, Matt, with, with gravity? <laughs> you do your job, I'll do mine. My eyes may grow a little bit brighter. <laughs> in this case. All right. And with that, Meek Mac leans forward as far as he can. And, and you throws up. are now hurtling at your full 50 miles an hour, which means in a round, a full move. Meek Mac is spending it to do this move. You move 450 feet. Oh. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> There's a minus four piloting mod. We, we, we also don't no have one decided board. to try to steer this thing. Mm -hmm. So it's left to Meekmek <laughs> steering donkeys. It's <laughs> just a little tiny silver blade. <laughs> How about five? Everybody make reflex saves. Uh -oh. As Meekmek leans forward, but does, forgets to look where he's going. I got a 13. You hit a snowdrift. There is a violent shake. As Angus with your 13, mm -hmm. you are, th and Mordax with your 14, you are flung from the vehicle. <sighs> Do I pull those two pieces of ship with me? This is a good point. You're, you're <laughs> holding on to it. And I feel like if you're the center of gravity, do I pull the whole the ship? Back on the ship is you're probably pulling the whole thing with you. <laughs> yeah. So you you have successfully in, in one round left it to the NPC to pilot the glued together Segway. Can I? Uh, which has down? now just crashed. But the, the good news stop? is the good news is y'all got 450 feet away. <laughs> so off the map, way away. Except some of the bad news is Silverblade's <laughs> back there with the dragons. Meek Mac. And we have to turn around. We cannot leave Silverblade. I'd love to turn around, but you're gonna have to help me write this uh right this here crash. So how far away is Yeah, where did I fall out yeah. of the ship? Well, understand that you are four hundred and fifty feet away from the dragons and such. Mm-hmm. And you all fell, you know, within five feet of the ship, adjacent to the ship. Did either of them take damage from being flung out? Nah, there's a nice soft snowbank to, to catch them. That's what I thought, but, you know. Morris, can you take one of the broken off segways and get back there? What? Assuming what? the segway I, fell off. To, but then, well, I, uh, uh, sure. Is I, I'm, Do what you think is best, but we, we can't leave Silverblade. I'm not far behind. I will. I will help as well. Uh, Mordex is just gonna like enter a bunch of like commands into her rig, and then Silverblade will come to us. It's fine. Okay. All right, Absco. Yeah. You have crashed <sighs> because Meekmek cannot drive. <laughs> so I forgot to take anything having to do with athletics, ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're a city Verthani. I'm a city Verthani. I don't lift things. Absco doesn't even lift bra. <laughs> so... Yeah, so... 
Absco will, I guess, get out and look around and we, are we going to just wait for Silverblade or are we going to go get him? We have to repair the vehicle. We can't exactly drive it back to get him. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. Well, I mean, we can flip it and see if it's, you know, rideable. If we can just get there, then we can probably help out. What do I need to roll to try to get <clears throat> this flipped? Is it flipped over? A strength check, please. Okay. I didn't think it was flipped. I just thought yeah, it went... Crashed and fell apart, but uh, if you want to just try to upright it, that that's a strength check to set it back on its wheels. Okay. Absco will position themselves and uh, hold until other people are able to or willing to help. <laughs> uh, would you like to roll a strength check to aid with a DC 10? Yes. <laughs> to see if your work is fine. <laughs> you get a plus two. <laughs> this is this I, is I, not Absco's house. <laughs> yeah, a five. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Silver. Mordax would be like, I have a lever. And a fulcrum. <laughs> and a negative modifier. Oh, so did someone say Silverblade? Sorry, there was chatter. Silver okay. Uh, Silverblade uh, is going to hopefully get that message and start booking it towards the ship. Blade gets your message. Now, how far Silverblade can go based on this map? Well, what's his uh, move 30, speed? 30. So at a full out sprint, Silverblade can go 120 feet. Okay. How many Using these... full, full action, nothing but just moving as yeah. fast as Silverblade can. Just powerful legs sprinting. Ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. What is MD? versus CM or versus uh, AC versus CM 32. Oh yes. For me. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Well, dragon can 13 is going to swoop. Oh my gosh. Oh. Uh. I'm going to pick up silver blade. Blade is now grappled. Are they saying anything? Are they, or are they just attacking? Giving us no. Making their, their cries. Ah! Okay. Meek Mac. Who the hell are these people? Why are they attacking us? What the hell is going on? Them there's from the Caldera. What? They, they don't take too kindly to uh, dawn dragon kin around here. Well, can you talk to them? I I, I could, but um, I, I don't know that do much good. Okay, let's do what we can. Okay. Well, the Rhyforian writing it's going to woohoo! <laughs> Mordax. Well, Mordax has no idea this is happening and is going to uh, hopefully be working on the ship, although the ship is still not flipped. Um, I'm still holding it together, though, so you can do Yeah. So my question is that I have this awesome skill called Miracle Worker, and I didn't know if, because it's got a armor weapon and damaged ship category, but I don't know if Damaged, All this a damaged ship. Damaged modified piece of junk is okay. Cool. <laughs> Wanted to make sure that still counted. You are um, a miracle worker, so work your miracles. All right. You piece the vehicle. You start just slapping pieces of this vehicle back together. Okay. 
and yeah, uh, and, yeah and, and you pull out your rig and you've got it jacked in. You're you're hitting buttons trying to repair the battery uh, programming, get the things running again. Uh, and as you do that, you see the wheels spin back to life. So the, the, the interesting thing is that that is my move action, according to this skill. Ooh. Oh, so, well, pardon me. As a move action, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I feel like I could uh, then uh, take like a, a regular action <laughs> mm-hmm. to uh, just, I don't know, like continue working on the ship. Sure, give me an engineering check. Yeah. That, okay, how about a 29? Ooh. With a 29. Nice. The... the Wheels are going. Look around. You see that it's like lying on its side, and run to the perfect spot and jump. When you land on it, it flips back down, which makes it look like Absco has just flipped this thing all on, on their own. <laughs> As their hands come flying up, Absco, you are super strong now. <laughs> yeah, all it took was a little bit of elbow grease. You know, no, you just. <sighs> Now the dragonkin. This other dragonkin is just going to circle high into the sky right now. Eos. Okay. So can they see that one of the dragons has picked up Silverblade? Like the party? They have. Yeah, you can see that that this dragon has landed right about. Like you see the the, the snow blowing behind Silverblade as as he's running. And then you see the dragon like pounce like a bird coming down for a mouse. Question. Only played out on a much larger scale. Okay. As a reaction, uh, since the the vehicle was flipped over, can we all remount it? Why the hell not? Sure. Everyone was very nicely positioned to just, you know, be yanked back into the vehicle or be stuck in the vehicle or or what have you. So sure, you can be in the vehicle. Awesome. Okay. So um, I imagine as we're kind of like leaning forward to go back towards Silverblade. Pretty sure you're having to lean backward. Sorry. So so would you like to make a piloting check? I was gonna do something <laughs> a little bit different. Okay. Eos was going to yell, get away from him, and cast command on the dragon. What's the range? <laughs> 450 feet away. I Well, closer because oh. Silverblade was running and just gotten everything turned back over in the vehicle, about to go. Tell you what, use a move action and I'll let you move a uh, quarter of the, the speed, which should put you in range. <laughs> Does that still require the piloting check, though? Yeah, you know. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. This. Oh. <laughs> and- For the listeners, I, that was a four. <laughs> With a roll of a two. Okay. Sorry, Captain, I'm not a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> um. Eos, I don't think making fun of me now is the right thing to be doing. <laughs> I was totally out of character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? Right. 18 versus your command. Oh, my gosh. Oh, fuck off. That's enough. May not be yet, or it may not be anymore. All right, I actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? Gotten its attention enough that it is going to let go of Silverblade. I tried. <laughs> God awesome. damn it! So, 
I'm going to assume that I'm still holding this thing together. I am second level photon attuned. So okay. pulling it even stronger together. And and I'm going to lean so that we move forward. I'd like to give your piloting check. Yeah, let's do this. Piloting. I'm For the end of the round. Hmm. 22. 22. You manage to keep it on a on a on a good straight course. You keep the whole thing together. Get back uh, charging toward the dragons. So, how close does that get us? Uh, that gets you. Well, how close do you want to get? Ten feet away. Mm-hmm. Ten feet away. Sure. Uh, we're all just like we're gonna try this again. <laughs> having turned around, you charge back toward the dragon. All right, everyone. This thing is not going to hold together for us. We're just going to have to abandon the ship and we can repair it afterwards if, if we get through this. And with that, Angus will use their move action to charge at the... They will use their action to... I guess I guess it's a double move to use charge at this point. Does that sound right? Dude, your vehicle can be used on a collision... No, if you're I wanting want to, to charge with the vehicle, I want to, <laughs> you're wanting to charge. I'm letting the vehicle fall apart so that everyone can. Oh, it. so you launch yourself from the vehicle at the dragon uh, kin that's on the ground next to Silverblade. Like I wasn't to, sure that you needed to be holding it because I I restored it. I I thought I fixed it. Well, that's or how much I fixed it, it. That's really flavor text for us driving. Oh, okay. So, so you get the image of Angus standing, holding that photon attunement, and then it comes to a sudden and complete halt as Angus goes flying, launching himself from the uh, from the car. Sure, I I I love it. Go. Okay. So what I will do then is use my. My Solarian weapon will come out, and I will do the charge ability, and mm-hmm. yeah, just punch into them. So, cool. That's a sixteen. Oh no, that's the, I rolled the wrong one. Sorry. Oh, good. Uh, it is... Reroll. Don't take that five on the table. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was also the wrong one. I'm hitting the wrong <laughs> buttons. I'm sorry. It has been a while, and this is... Uh, You're fine. Goal. All right, so a 24 is what I rolled. I don't know if that's... Okay, so... 24, hold on. Let me double-check this, because... No, you know what? That is a hit. Oh. You... As you launch yourself into this dragon, because this dragon is flat-footed against this attack. It didn't, I didn't see it coming, so how could the dragon? <laughs> okay, so here's the damage then. Woo! Nice. Okay. 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage. It only takes 16, as it is partially resisted, but you have definitely surprised it. You see the shock in its eyes. That is all the time we have for today's episode. Gosh. So tune in next time to see... Will they drive off the dragons? Do they still have a vehicle to drive? We'll find out. Until then, for experience points, I'm your host and GM Miu. Uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Miu Plays Games. Um, Kelrick, you can find me at 
Cormelon or at EQ Points on Twitter. And oh my gosh, that was stressful. <laughs> I'm Brit, and you can find me at Atomic Firebird or feverishly fixing this ship next time. Repeatedly, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kenny. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone, and Wednesdays, in fact, this Wednesday that you'll be listening to this very episode, I'm going to be on at ProBerstarter's channel on Twitch, playing The Witcher. And uh, I don't know whose idea it was to uh, strap together all of these segues. Whoever they were, they were ill-informed about this idea. <laughs> that, that, was, that was definitely me. <laughs> I love the look on Britt's face. <laughs> I get called out for my faces a lot on, on your clips, so, you know, I might as well just keep doing it. The last blooper was super cute. Okay. <laughs> and I'm Steph. You can find me at Luna Starwind on Twitter. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Experience Points Starfinder. If you're looking for more Starfinder podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. They are five friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. I cannot recommend them highly enough. If you like what we create, then you should check out the other two podcasts on our network. Humanera releases every other Friday with Kelric stepping into the GM seat for this adventure utilizing Numenera, a system by Monty Cook Games. This homebrew campaign is set in the distant future built on the bones of previous civilizations. Our three explorers are following the commands of the Order of Truth to help people gather information and retrieve magical or scientific items. What could possibly go wrong? Pun Times is a collection of limited-run campaigns of smaller TTRPG systems and games. The inaugural game is Slasher from Higher Grounds Games. Mark your calendars to be sure you catch Session 2, streamed live on the Experience Points Twitch channel on Monday, March 11th at 8pm Eastern, 5pm Pacific. Don't want to wait that long? You can catch Session 1 on demand on our Twitch in the meantime. And coming at the end of April, the campaign will be released as a monthly podcast. Stay up to date on all three Experience Points Network podcasts at EQ Points on Twitter and on ExperiencePoints.com. Pardon our dust as Kenny continues updating the website. It looks better and better every day. Until next time, Adventure Hookers. One billion years in the future. Mankind's dominance over the Earth has long since been usurped by technological advances and visitors from beyond the stars. Yet humanity persists, gracelessly stumbling through the age-old dangers of spider swarms and awkward family reunions. Quest Friends follows three such hapless humans and one android as they race to stop global threats and personal crises, all while learning what makes the best of family and the quest of friends.
Best Friends is a science fantasy actual play podcast where five best friends get together and improvise the story of four heroes who are just really trying their best. New episodes and transcripts are released every other Monday at questfriendspodcast.com or on your favorite podcasting app. Our theme song is Friends by Miracle of Sound.